You're listening to The Mission Matters with Pastor, Elder, Carl and Lady, Rosalind Tyler, founders of Life Matters Ministry in Beaumont, Texas. Thank you for joining us in our pursuit to position the everyday person for the mission by empowering and equipping them through the Word of God. Greetings this morning in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Elder Carl Tyler. Email along with my wife, Sister Rosalind Tyler. We bring you greetings out of Beaumont, Texas, Life Matters Ministry. And this time we are live here in Keller, Texas, on the other side of Dallas. And we thank God for this opportunity to do, amen, to speak a word from heaven. Now, Father in heaven, we ask you to anoint my lips of clay. Give to me what to give to your people. Pray that they open their hearts and minds to receive this morning what you have given me to give to them. And then, Lord, we pray that they apply the knowledge of your word that they receive and not just be hearers of your word, but be doers also. It's prayer of faith. We pray and declare it all in the name of Jesus. Let us all say amen. It gives me great pleasure again to come before you and as humbly as I know how, amen, reverencing God Almighty as a servant of the Lord, as a vessel for his use. Amen. I pray that every person that joined us this morning would take the same perspective in knowing that you are a vessel for God's glory. As I was traveling down to the area of Dallas and about 2.30, 3 a.m. in the morning, still on the road traveling and God spoke in my heart concerning the conditions that we are seeing happening all over the world and even in America. That there are daily challenges that people are facing. Times seem to be very gloom and a period of despair. But in our gloom and despair, there is fear that comes in concerning our sorrows and our troubles. And I don't think it's no different this morning that there are those of us who are yet dealing with sorrows and troubles and sometimes feel that it would never end. Therefore, I say to you this morning, God spoke this word in my heart. Amen. Concerning this subject, that Jesus is our peace. I think people today are looking for peace. They're they, they, they looking for calm. They're they tired of all the this gloom and despair and all the hardships and difficulties. And, and I'm, I'm here to remind you this morning that God is yet in control. And yes, sometimes the troubles and gloom seem they'll never end, but I'm here to tell you we should take comfort. Come on now. We shall take comfort in this certainty. What is that certainty? Pastor Tyler, I'm glad you asked. Although the Lord may not always spare us from troubles, one thing we are certain about, if we follow him wholeheartedly, as Sister Tyler was saying, he will lead us safely through all of our hardships and troubles. I pray that you receive that word this morning. 
I don't know who you are, but God knows who you are. I don't know what all you're experiencing, but God knows what you are experiencing. But I do know God's word is a word of comfort. And we can certainly take peace and experience peace through our Savior, Jesus Christ. When you say Jesus is our peace, make it personal. You say Jesus is my peace. God has spoken concerning his people. And we need to know that if God has spoken, that settles it. Sometimes we're yet trying to figure some things out. But all we got to know is that God has already said, amen, the key to our success. Sister Tyler read the scriptures from Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. So let me say this. I want to repeat what she read. Scripture says in the sixth verse, for unto us a child is born. I want you to pay close attention to that. The scriptures say, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. One part of the scripture said he's born, and others say he is given. Then it goes on to tell us that the government shall be upon his shoulders. I pray that you listen this morning because I'm going to break that scripture down. First of all, I want you to tell you, amen, that in his name, amen, his name is known as Wonderful Counselor, amen, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The word today is trying to encourage us that Jesus is our peace. There's hope in the Messiah. Amen. God has spoken. Listen to this. This child who will become our deliverer, God is letting us know that he would be born. Amen. He'd be born. Sixth verse again. Now, notice this is talking, amen, as Jesus' birth here on earth. However, it also let us know that he was already with God in the very beginning. So, Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. There's hope in the Messiah. There's hope in Jesus. This child who will become our deliverer, he is the Messiah. Matthews, we know if we read back in Matthews, the fourth chapter, the 15 and 16 verses, it describes Jesus Christ's ministry. We today are yet ministers of Christ. We're carrying on the mission work. And the scripture refers to Jesus as that light. Why? Because, amen, the world was in a dark position. Sin has separated man, so prophetically, the word was speaking concerning Jesus' birth as well as 
he being the son of God who was given for mankind to redeem man and restore man back to the perfect will of God. And in our gloom and despair, we ought to look to him, the author and finisher of our faith. We ought to take hope in knowing, amen, that he will spare us, amen, sometimes from some things, but some things he allows us to go through, but it's still all for our good. So when I read this scripture, it means so much to understand that Jesus Christ is the prophetic speaking here, amen, of the Messiah that was hoped for. Israel was looking for a Messiah. We are looking for a Messiah, but we we no longer have to look again. Amen, amen. If you don't know the Lord, you don't have to keep searching, amen. You just need to accept him as your Lord and Savior. He's already paid the price. He died on Calvary. Amen. He, he hung there on the cross. So here this morning, I want to encourage you, amen, that Jesus represents the light that a dark world needs. He's that great light, the, uh, the scripture says, amen. And even over, amen, in, in Matthews, as I was saying, it was talking about the territories that Jesus was raised up in. He was raised over in Zebulon, that area of the kingdom, the northern kingdom. These were territories where Jesus grew up, amen, and often he ministered there. This is why they would see a great light, because Jesus is light, L-I-G-H-T, and he's also life, L-I-F-E. And so when you read John the 8th chapter 12 verse, it will give you reference to Jesus being that great light. Amen. He's that light. And then over uh, also it tells us, us that he's the light of the world. I thank God for Jesus being the light of the world. Let me look closer at this scripture with you. Amen. Thank God because... Our salvation comes through Jesus Christ. And I pray that you would trust. How I many of you are uh, willing to surrender and trust in his name? Amen. How many of y'all are willing to do what is required to gain the opportunity, the choice of salvation? I want you to be be reminded. Isaiah 12 and 2 said, Behold, God is my salvation. This morning I want you to declare that he is your salvation. Isaiah went on to say, I will trust. I mean you're willing to trust in God. He said, I will not be afraid. God don't give us the spirit of fear. For the Lord Jehovah, Isaiah declare is my strength and my song. Not only is he our strength, but he's also our song. Let's glorify, let's magnify, let's worship him. Amen. Because he also has become my salvation. He's become your salvation. Jesus is our peace. So let me take it back personally. If you are dealing with Troubles, 
that seemed to come day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute, seemed like they never end. I want you to know that there is peace in Jesus Christ. Amen. Get to know the Lord as your Savior. The scripture here is to encourage us. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Watch this. This scripture is basically telling us that Jesus had to be born as a child to come to us. But also telling us he was pre-existent as a son of God who was given to us. He was at the right hand of the father. This child was, would be born in time and space in Bethlehem. But the son had existed from all eternity. Hallelujah. And then it goes on to tell us that, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And since the government would be on his shoulders, this is referencing Jesus as coming to take rule in this millennial kingdom. There's none greater than him. That's why he bears the great name. Amen. Ascribe to him as wonderful counselor, as mighty God, as eternal father, the prince of peace. That's why these names refer to him, because he is coming to take his rightful position in this millennial kingdom as that mighty God, eternal father, prince of peace, wonderful counselor. The prophetic word was speaking at that time of what was to come. And now we see it here. We see Jesus over 2,000 years ago as a child. But now the government of the universe of this world has yet been placed on his shoulders. Amen. He is king of kings. He is Lord of lords. For he himself is our peace. So if you are going through hardships and difficulties, seem like one day brings more than it did the day before, I want you to take peace and comfort in knowing that Jesus is your answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Pastor was praying for Ukraine, the people of Ukraine the turmoil, the troubles, the things that they are going through. I'm here to remind them that Jesus is their peace. Amen. He's able, amen, and willing to do whatever it takes to get them through these difficult moments. Amen. He has established this. Yes, he has. The seventh verse says, amen, of the increase of his government and peace, There shall be no end. Amen. Everlasting peace is he. Amen. How would you like to enjoy everlasting peace? Don't mean that trouble won't rise sometime. But one thing I know, the old folks used to say, trouble don't last always. Amen. I ought to give you comfort to know that trouble don't last always. So of the increase of his government and peace, There shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, 
upon his kingdom. Amen. It is to establish with judgment and with justice forever and ever. God has us in his arms of safety. He's the zeal. Amen. The zeal of the Lord, of the host, of all of us, the world. Amen. He has performed what was needed, amen, to redeem and reconcile mankind and restore mankind to the perfect will of his father. Amen. I'm trying to just place a foundational principle so we can understand, amen, that God is the answer in the time of trouble, confusion. All this is going on. The scriptures say God is not the author of confusion, but he's a God of peace. The devil is a lie. God is in control. Don't you tell nobody it seems like, amen, uh, God is, no, God is in control. Unfortunately, for some who don't understand, God allows some things to happen. It's no searching of his understanding of why, but, you know, we just have to accept what the Lord do, amen, and know that without a doubt. He is reminding us, for he himself is our peace. See, the world is looking for world peace. But what we need to look for is the peace that comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our peace. Jesus is our peace. He who has made us, amen, we have become one through our relationship and fellowship with him. He's broken down, amen, his flesh, amen, on the cross, what he went through, the dividing walls that separated man from the will of God, amen. Jesus came to reconcile mankind. He's a propitiation for our sins. And the Bible tells us, in the peace of God, some things we just don't understand. But the Bible says, in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart. So God, upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to audit and to establish, God would establish, amen, the things, amen, that he have in store for us with his judgment and with justice from his forth forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of the host will perform this. He is in control. He will perform this. Amen. Isaiah said, 26 and 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Listen, we need to get to know the Lord if you don't know the Lord. You need to keep your eyes focused on him. Keep your mind stayed on him. They say, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Because what? Because he trusted in thee. Amen. We, we need to keep our mind stayed on him. We need to trust him. He is the perfect peace that we need. Amen. How many of you believe that this morning? Amen. Jesus just wants to encourage you through the word. He's just giving me what to say as I was traveling. And I began to look into the world's situation and world conditions and and knew that if people know, don't amen, don't focus on the circumstances, but focus on he who is able to control the circumstances. He is our peace. Amen. John 14 and 27 says, Peace I leave with you. 
My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give it. I told you there's a peace that the world is looking for. But I'm talking about a peace that comes from God Almighty through his son, Jesus Christ. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world give it. Give it I unto you. And watch this. That means fear. Don't let it be a part of your, your daily, uh, amen, uh, adjustments. The Bible says, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Why? Because we trust in him. We believe in him. We give in our circumstances and situation to the Lord. And when you give it to the Lord, don't take it back. Amen. Leave it there. And watch what God do on your behalf. See, stuff that you're worrying about. Amen. That you can't, amen, seem to know where it's coming from. You say, well, I know I need to do this. Uh, I need to do that. And, and the, the Lord done told us what to, what to do. Why are you worrying about and troubling your heart over these things? Why are you so afraid? Amen. He said, I do not give to you as the world gives. There's a peace that comes from God that is not compared to what the world is giving you. God's peace surpasses all understanding. And that's saying something. When you're talking about a peace that surpasses all understanding, amen, God is letting you know there's nothing greater. Amen. Let's see what Philippians says. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, be careful for nothing. So what you worrying about? All you got to do is what? Pray. But in everything by prayer and supplication. That's what the scripture is letting us know. With thanksgiving. See, sometimes God does things for us and we are yet begging God for other things and haven't even thanked him for what he's already done. Come on, amen. But yet we need to let our request be known unto God. He says, by prayer and supplication. Supplication basically means your plea, your petition, your appeal, your request. Let it be known unto who? Unto God. And that seventh verse says, when you do, and the peace of God, when you give your situation to God and leave it with God, the Bible says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your mind through who? Through Jesus Christ. So you need to get to know the Lord in the pardon of your sins. Amen. The word this morning, just to remind you, in the midst of all this turmoil, all what you see going over in Ukraine and all the other parts of this earth, we, we just, I just want to remind you that if you're looking for peace, Jesus is our peace. Amen. When you experience God's peace, come on now, come on. When you experience God, see, somebody already experienced God's peace. Amen in their body when they was given a diagnosis and the doctors, amen, clinically had said this or that concerning your medical health, amen, amen. Instead of you getting all up in arms, God gave you a peace in the midst of all that you have been presented, a peace that surpasses all of not the peace that the world gives it. So when you experience God's peace, I don't care what you're going through, your head is high. 
I don't care what you're going through. You yet got a smile on your face. I don't care what you're going through. You still declaring victory even in the midst of what you're going through. Amen. I hope this is encouraging somebody this morning. Even with what you're facing. I don't care if you have to go before the judge of this, amen, of these governments. You need to know when you walk in that courtroom, you're walking in with Jesus and let his peace abide with you as you go in and let the conclusion be that God has given you the victory. Amen. Just keep praying through prayer and supplication. Let your request, let your plea, your petition, your appeal be known unto God. And watch what God do on your behalf. The Bible says, and the peace of God which surpasses, that passes all understanding. You know what that means? It transcends, it goes above the understanding of mankind. It transcends the understanding of mankind. Man, amen, man don't know what God knows. He, he, he cannot, that my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither my ways your ways, the Lord said. Amen. So man cannot even comprehend. Amen. The mindset of God if it's too far above. But when you operate, you operate on that level with God because God will allow you to exceed beyond your, amen, your challenges, your hardships. Help you to rise above them. That you now exercising a peace that the people say, how is that sister still Going and she seemed to be happy out of all that she'd been through in this last week, just this week. I know she'd been through a lot more, but just this last week, how is it that she seemed to be exceeding above all of those things and rising above those things? Because it's all because of Christ. He said, He will help you. And the peace of God will transcend, transcend all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Then, in my conclusion, then when you experience God's peace, God's peace exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your mind as you live for Christ Jesus. His peace comes from serving and being a peacemaker for others. Amen. You're looking for God's peace, but you're causing all kind of turmoil everywhere else. Amen. We are peacemakers, not peace breakers. Amen. Amen. God ain't the author of confusion. Amen. So we need to experience God's peace so we can share that peace with others. Amen. Let this man be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. Peace comes from serving and being a peacemaker. Amen. For God with others. Amen. Peace comes as, as we seek to be better disciples of Jesus Christ. As a disciple of Christ, we want to be advocates of peace, not confusion, not turmoil. Always caught up in mess. Time out for that. God is tired, T-I-R-E-D. Amen. God wants us to look to him and encourage others to look to him. So this kind of peace that I'm talking about this morning comes to reward us of the righteousness of God, the promised gift of our Savior through his atoning sacrifice, his death on the cross. Amen. He gave his life to redeem mankind. So therefore, 
if things get so hard and causing you to hold your head down, go to Psalms 121. Amen. Amen. As you begin to hold your head down, Scripture said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. I don't care how difficult the circumstances, situation might be in your life. God will hold you steady. He that keep it, thee will need a slumber. He don't slumber or sleep. Behold, he that keepeth Israel should never slumber nor sleep. God have our back. So, Reverend Tyler, where do our peace come from? I'm glad you asked. Our peace come from God through his son, Jesus Christ. Our help for peace, your help for peace, come from the Lord. Amen. God who made the heaven and the earth. I thank God there's nowhere else that this peace can come from. No one, nothing. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. He's taught us how to pray. He's taught us how to forgive. He taught us how to endure until the end. Not until, until, I mean, you might get right there at that point and give up. But when he gives you the ability to endure unto the end, that means you trust him all the way. They used to sing a song, I'm going all the way with the Lord. Amen. When you go, you're going to have to go all the way. He taught us, Jesus taught us, the Prince of Peace taught us how to care. He taught us how to care not only for our own affairs, but how to care about others. Amen. He taught us how to exercise mercy just as he's shown us mercy. Kindness just as he's shown us kindness. He taught us how to live well for God. Amen. He used to sing another song, Jesus is real to me. Real, real, Jesus is real to me. He's taught us how to live real. How? Through his power in our lives. He taught us how to find peace in our hearts and in our minds. I thank God. I thank God that Jesus is my peace. He's the source of my peace. He's the inner peace that I'm feeling right now. Is he your inner peace? We sometimes fail to understand that the everlasting peace that Jesus promised is inner peace. Not the world peace, but inner peace. So we are born in what? Faith. We trust God. We believe God. We're anchored in him. Amen. Our testimonies represent that we are anchored in the Lord. We're nurtured with his love. And we express this through our what? Continual obedience and repentance. Thank God for the peace of his spirit that echoes through the hearts and the souls of man. I pray this has been a blessing to you. And I want to say to you in my last closing, bless Matthew 5 and 9 says, bless are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Romans 12 and 18 says, if it be possible, as much as lied in you, live peacefully with all men. Hebrews 12 and 14, in my last verse, follow peace with all men 
and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. I pray this has been a blessing. Jesus is our peace. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Mission Matters. If you have a request for special prayer or would like to send an offering or tithe to Life Matters Ministries, you can do so by contacting us at 1-833-249-LIFE. Again, that's 1-833-249-LIFE. 